Hello and welcome everyone to the Untranslatable Podcast. We are here recording episode 21, our second ever On the Road Again segment, coming to you from the Dickes Bay, also known as Berlin, Berlin. And we are here with a special guest for the first time ever, my good buddy Jeff. Say hello, Jeff. Hey guys, hey, thanks for, uh, thanks for inviting me. Happy, happy to be here. Jared, what's going on, hello. man? Hello, hello. Hello. Just so everyone knows, chat fucked up the intro. Please, though. As usual. <laughs> everyone, follow us. Uh, we'll get to you in a second, Jeff. Everyone, uh, follow us on Twitter at Untranslatable1. On Instagram at Untranslatable Podcast. Chad has yet to post a picture. He apparently was in Berlin. I don't believe it. It's a word on the he street. apparently was in the Czech Republic. I don't believe it. Here's the deal, though. I now know how to spell his city. He lives in Kumatov, spelled C-H-U-M-O-T-O-V. Nope. Nope. C-H-U-M-O-T-O-V. Nope. Ca- well, listen. <laughs> you're, you're, I, I'll give you an Chad's proving my point. Please. I don't even know how to spell it. It's C-H-O-U. Okay. Oh, sh- I, I, I just screwed it up myself. C-H-O-M-U-T-O-V. Komutov. All right. Well, everyone, Google it. Uh, because um, Chad's not there. Just Google it. If you it. want to know what it looks like, just Google it. And also Berlin, <laughs> Google it. It's a great place. Pe- people have taken much better pictures. But our Instagram's there. It looks nice. There's a uh, some fun untranslatables. Uh, I've yet to believe that uh, Chad is anywhere besides for the fact that he has a weird shower behind him. Right. Um, you could also email us <laughs> uh, at the untranslatable podcast at gmail.com. Yes, sir. Thank you, Jared. And I will be getting some pictures to you and all of our lovely listeners out there. Don't listen to one thing we'll be discussing. Don't listen to what one thing we'll be discussing today is uh, a lot of exactly Google it, and we will be talking about some of the great things we've been able to do in Berlin. By the way, just so everyone knows, I haven't seen a picture. This is this is nope. I'm the only I'm saving them. (laughs) The only saving them for For all our fans. For who? Who are you saving these pictures for? For me, myself, and Chad, I. Like, Chad is not a celebrity. Yeah. Chad walks. Chad uh, curates his life like he's Beyonce. He's like, I, I will put this out when it is appropriate for me and my family. <laughs> That's right. I am, gotta a, look I out am for a business. Exactly. You got to look out for your, for your true fans. But yes, as I mentioned in our introduction, we have a wonderful guest today, my good buddy Jeff, who we go back for years. And Jeff, Way can you... When? Can you give our audience a little, uh, just some information? What are you doing here with me in in Berlin? Uh, What's going on? Absolutely. First of all, I feel honored to be the first guest on the podcast. Is that that right? Yes, sir. Is that the first guest ever? Yep. Yes, sir. Creating history today. Another uh, another great milestone here (laughs) on uh, episode 21. Yes, sir. Yeah. um, So Chad and I have known each other for what, maybe... Ten, over 10 years since third or fourth grade. yeah that's, that's a long way longer time. than 10 I, years <laughs> right yeah. i forget that's how many a, i forget I, what grade i'm in now but i, I forget I how old we're getting right. you know, we're getting we're getting up there uh body uh can't handle the same things used to and we'll talk um, about that later in the podcast as well because <laughs> berlin definitely kicked our ass in a lot of ways oh, yeah but but we'll get there um yeah but yeah 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 so i'm happy to be here guys uh this is actually my first time in germany um, I'm hoping to add a little uh, a new perspective to the podcast here. I'm not as seasoned of a traveler as you guys. Uh, heard a lot of stories uh, between the two of you, uh, but I actually will be here in Berlin for a full week. Uh, we met up with uh, Chad here, and uh, 
we've already done a lot, and uh, there's actually so much to do. I don't think we'll be able to get to everything, um, but we've we've had uh, a great time so far. Definitely. Um, so I'm already confused. And yeah, just so- okay. You're going to be in Berlin for a week, but you're in Kumatov right now. Yes, sir. That is correct. So you're going back to Berlin after? It was just like a, a yeah. another vacation spot. Jeff, Jeff is Jeff My, is flying out. I will Berlin. be going back to Berlin uh, before I head back to San Francisco. So I will be leaving Chad behind. I will be venturing off oh, as a solo okay, traveler. Okay. I will be headed back mm-hmm. to Berlin. Cool, cool. And uh, so yeah, I uh, the long the long trip back to to San Francisco. Yep, I'll be stopping in Sweden for for a little layover. That'll that'll be interesting. What, what as airline well. are you taking? So I took Wow Airlines okay. on the way here. Um, first time using Wow Airlines. It pr- price wow driven correct. decision for sure. Yep, yeah, it definitely. Yeah. Were you wowed? <laughs> I was. I was wowed by uh, how basic <laughs> this airline was. Wow, this and is how shit. I was. <laughs> and wow, and wow, they charge me for water. And wow, I have a nine-hour flight with no TV in front of me. Did you bring? Oh, what damn. kind of preparations did you bring? Did you know that it was going to be that uh, low quality or, or low amenity? <laughs> I, I did not. Oh. I um, I am used to traveling wow. with Spirit. I'm used to traveling with the, with Spirit Airlines from uh, home uh, in Michigan to California. So I should have expected it with the with the budget airlines. Uh, but no, you just uh, just the basic book, uh, some podcasts. Yeah. Uh, may have listened to a few for you, your podcasts on the way over. Okay, a couple untranslatables but, to get them ready. Well, but you. hey, that, that's a long time, man. That's right. And yeah. uh, so while we were uh, kind of uh, you know walking along around Berlin, I noticed something, Jared, that I think might be of interest to talk about with you. So we were we met up with a very good friend of mine um, named Ferdinand, who I've known also since high school. He was an exchange student at our school. And he, uh, he has his own startup business called Upreach. All of our listeners out there should also check them out because it's awesome. But we can talk a little bit about that another time. But anyways, he was showing us around Berlin. And we were staying in the east side of Berlin, which in my opinion is my favorite side. But we can also talk about that more when we get to the main topic. But anyways, so he took us to Hoefe, which are these beautiful like courtyards and shops, right? And we turned on the corner and I saw this big poster for Black Klansmen. And word on the street is, I think you saw the movie a while back, and I was curious to see what your oh, yeah, uh, what your thoughts were. Hopefully, with uh, not too many spoilers, because I do still want to go. You're see not going to see it though. Chat. All right, all right. I, I'm going <laughs> to. I wish there was a. <laughs> I'm going to. We need to put a bet out there. Is Chatty? What's going to happen first? Is Chad going to post a picture on Instagram or watch Black Klansman first? Probably or do neither. Yeah, I got five dollars on the movie. Seen on the above. I did see Black Klansman. It was. It was. Uh, so Black Klansman is about. I'll just give a quick synopsis. Quick. Sounds it's good. about uh, this rookie cop who uh, he joins the police force in Colorado Springs. He's the first black police officer in Colorado Springs, and he starts off in a boring, you know, uh, records room job. He hates it. And uh, he asked to be on the undercover force. And his first, his first under, and, and first the guy says, are you crazy rookie? You're a rookie. And, um, and then finally they, they say, okay. And he has to spy on a, um, on like a black student union. They have some sort of speaker, black Panther speaker coming and he has to like, he goes in wired and it's fine. That happens, whatever. Um, and then after that, he started, he just randomly calls, um, 
Like he's in his he's so he's on the undercover team and he's sitting in that room and he just randomly decides to call the KKK. He sees in the newspaper and he gets in with the KKK at the, you know, and uh, he has someone else go undercover for him. Um, that's a white dude on the undercover team as the guy that he's talking. But he talks, he does all the talking on the phone and he talks to like the people in his chapter. He talks to David Duke like they become buddies. Oh, wow. And David Duke is played by Topher Grace, the dude from um, that '70s show. It's pretty fun. It's that's a pretty oh, funny character. That's, that's awesome. Okay, um, nice. So, all right, I won't give you more than that. I'll leave it at that. But I have okay. some comments on it. I've been I've had a lot of time to think about this. And uh, first of all, what I really liked about it is that it did a great job of showing like the big picture issues with like racism. So it it, it had great comparisons between like what black power means and like what white power means. And then there are like great. Could you, could you kind of describe that a little bit? What, what do those two different terms mean? Um, well, geez. Um, I know, I know that. I, okay. Sorry if I just opened up a can of worms for you, Jared, but, but I feel like our well, audience I'll might be curious. I'll explain how they to, did it in the movie. Yeah. So there would be these, okay. um, you know, they'd have these black student union speeches where they'd have different, um, sort of, uh, active, older activists in the community come and speak and sort of um, empower students to go, like, you know, stay in school and how the, you know, white people are actively trying to, like, um, you know, keep them down, that kind of stuff. And, and how, um, you know, you have to kind of per uh, persist in spite of racism because all that stuff. And they're, you know, talking about how all these, and, and there's another one where they were talking about how, um, there was one guy talking about how um, some, this is going to get sad. <laughs> So there's <laughs> this one activist here. guy. He was talking in this quiet room filled with like all these black people. He was talking about how this one uh, mentally challenged kid got uh, a uh, boy got challenged, uh, accused of rape, and uh, they Ooh. like hung him and burn burn him and shit. And uh, he oh, didn't geez. do it. God damn, no kidding. And um and at the same time, the uh like they were they were do they were cutting back and forth between this quiet rumor he was explaining this terrible story. And how you know nothing happened and all that stuff, and then um, there would be cuts between that and then the uh, like the clansmen preparing for um, what, what, oh they were preparing to uh, bomb someone's house. So um, oh jeez. So okay. and, and like they were you know in this room preparing and they were like yelling white power and all that stuff and it, and and, it, and so they had very uh, kind of good and there were less also less graphic comparisons. That was kind of one of the more graphic ones, obviously. But there are comp right. comparisons like that. But I'll say this. So I, I like the big picture stuff. It was great. And it, ha it, was, it was a very good message. It was definitely a message. But I thought it was done very well. And I thought the movie, like the story, which is based off of a real, a true story. This happened, apparently. I thought it was a good story. You know, it was mm -hmm. a compelling story, the idea of them, him going undercover like that. However, there's, so it was these two, there was the black guy that was on the phone. And then there was the actual police officer that did all the talking. I can tell you their names. Adam Driver was the dude that played the white dude, who also happened to be Jewish. So you have to add that in there. Mm -hmm. But then the other dude, Ron Stallworth, who was the main guy, that was the actual guy that was, he used his real name, was uh, John David Washington. I, he's uh, Denzel Washington's son. Really? I didn't know that. Okay. And nice. um, so they had this whole scene. It was like this whole black and white bonding scene where... There, where the Ron Stallworth, the Denzel Washington's son, was explaining to the other guy, Adam Driver, that you have to get 
like you have to get the language, yeah, my like the lingo down. We have to talk the same. So they were practicing mm-hmm. and they were trying and they were like he was saying something and he was reciting it. And I was like, oh, look at this. Black people and white people can be friends. How adorable. And then the um, movie went on and there was no effort to adjust either of their voices. They both just talked oh, normally. No. I was actually going to ask you about there, that. So they didn't seem like they tried at all. And I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> there, was, there was no effort to it. And I was like, you guys spent all that time bonding and shit and, and making it. And, and there was no. And I, and I was like, these people. And there was and there was these moments where the people would be like, uh, like the people that like the KKK people who sometimes they like they would like look at them and be like, wait a second. Huh? And they're like, nah. I was like, what is this? A cartoon? And it was like, right. you're not even trying. And th- that blew my mind how little they were trying. And then there was another one where, um, so this movie took place in the 70s? Let me check. Let me Sounds check. Sounds right, check. yeah. Ba- I mean, based on their outfits and stuff, I would guess the 70s. Uh, man, I wish I could uh, have this answer quicker. You know, I, this, um, but uh, I want to I get it right because uh, that's yeah, that's totally fine. I feel like that's a huge plot hole though in a movie that you like have to address the fact that they're not they, they spend the time, you know, or at yeah. least oh, cut sorry. that scene out in the beginning of the movie where, where they're like trying to talk to each I other. I know, like, and I was know, like, like it, it, it was it was shocking. And then so the movie took place in the seventies, but like hearing them use the seventies lingo, like it felt so fa- like for a second I, 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 I thought I was like, is this a joke? I was laughing in the theater at some of it, and I was like, oh, no one else is laughing here. But I'll give you an example. So, like, he, when he was sneaking into the uh, Black uh, Panther, not Black Panther, it wasn't a Black Panther, the, the Black Student Union um, meeting situation, uh, he was trying to talk to people at the entrance, and he's like, right on, soul brother. Oh, hey there. Uh-oh. Uh, Uh-oh. And he's like, hey, soul brother. And, it's, and it's, it, like, it sounded like that, and I was like, is he joking? And I was like, is this supposed to be like him like accentuating that he doesn't fit in? But she was like, yeah, right on. She's like, yeah, me and my oh. soul sisters are going to go inside. And it's like, it was like, this is the worst 70s accent I've ever heard. And I was like, I've never, I, I wasn't around. Maybe you guys sounded like that. But it just, some of that stuff kind of really annoyed me. But once again, the big picture was great. And I would actually see it again. I, I thought it was, I thought it was good. So when you come visit me, we're going to go see Black Klansman is what you're saying. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> the Czech Republic. But before I post an uh, Instagram picture, you know. So that's my, that's my uh, review. I'll, I'll give it, I'll give it a eight and a half out of ten stars. Nah, eight. Oh, all right. That's so very good. Eight. So an eight out of ten on the Jared scale. Good, good to know, Jared. Yeah. Very nice. But I would recommend seeing nice. it because people, uh, I think also that's stuff that people need to see. Some of it was a little heavy handed with the racism, but I think some mm-hmm. fucking people could handle some heavy handedness. Yeah, I said it. They, they need it. <laughs> they need it. Oh, yeah. You could say it again for all the people in the back, my friend. I'm not going for sure. to. I feel like, Fair but uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was good though. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. That sounds awesome, man. I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed and, it. Uh, sorry, one more mm-hmm. thing. And I went to a movie theater, just a random movie theater that I'd never been to. And, it, and the, che- the tickets were pretty cheap. It was like 10 bucks, And it happened to be full-on recliners, electric recliners. And I, I, look, oh, I looked at it, wow. and I was like, oh, shit. And it was great. It was great. Seems like you were more comfortable in the movie theater than Jeff was on the plane <laughs> to Berlin. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. the real important question, was, they, there, was there a bar at this theater? Although the stuff probably cost about the yeah. same. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'll have a small popcorn. Okay, that'll be uh, twelve dollars. Oh, my sister's calling me. Uh oh. Uh oh. Sorry, my sister's. I'm calling usually me. the one with the notification. I just, I just straight up hung up on my sister. And today's, <laughs> by the way, today's <laughs> happens to be my birthday. And I just straight up hung up on my oh, sister. Shit. Happy birthday, that was man! Funny. I Happy didn't birthday. that. <clears throat> maybe I should well, special birthday. Maybe I should text her. Listen to episode twenty-one of the Untranslatable right. podcast. Yes, It'll yes, all sir. make sense. You'll be cracking. Speaking up. of untranslatables, Jared, uh, do, do you happen to know what time it is? Uh, I happen to. I yeah. Oh, sh- my sister messed up my uh, soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we are we are pros uh, at this, Jared. Absolute pros. There we go. There we go. There we go. Blame so, my sister. so to all of our right. It's easier so f- for for exactly everybody needs a scapegoat, right? <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. So as we've discussed a little bit in the beginning of the episode, uh, we are on the road again in Berlin, and uh, we were hoping to bring all of our listeners out there some Berlin untranslatables. So when you go to visit. You can try to be cool with all the true Berliners you'll be meeting. So, uh, uh, do you have a couple, Jared? Jeff? Do you yeah. have any uh, language abilities? So, I would say, Jen and I were talking about the the, the testing, and I would I would say I would test it lower than a basic. Um, talking about, we've already talked about how many years ago high school was, and I maybe had uh, three years of high school uh, with German class. So, no, this is. Uh, this is my first time uh, in in a country that that speaks another language. Does that, so I, uh, I does that three years of high school German get you anything? Not really. No. Um, yeah. I could order a beer, um, and that, oh, that's good. really all you need, though. So um, <laughs> I you mean, know, where else do you need in Berlin, right? You know? Yep, yep, in a Wurst. So um, you know, really lucky to have Chad here. Mm-hmm. You know, to. Uh, order I got, things I, for me. I gotta admit, man, it's been yeah. fun uh, playing tour guide for. For, for the How many times have you been to Berlin? Days. Me? Yeah. Um, I think we counted. This was my sixth time in Berlin. Ooh. I think that's about right. Sixth time. That's, yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a great city, man. See, it was funny, though. I had to actually ask for recommendations of things to do on Facebook. I saw because, that. Yeah, because when I go there now, I'm not trying to go do the touristy things because I've already done them. Facebook is also Although the only had, way to figure out where, how to spell your place, and I still spell them wrong. Hey, A for effort, as I said. Yeah. That's all that matters. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but unfortunately, uh, Jeff and I both did not do our research. This episode would have been way handier before we went to Berlin. But so we'll see how we do when we test each other on these Berliner I'm, untranslatables. I'm glad Jeff has no no German, really. I mean, only a little German, because I can give you some a of little. these Berlin ones. Because yep. you're going back. I didn't know you were going back. So this is perfect. Yeah, he'll need them. Yep. Yep. All right, this is, this is going to be good. So some of these... Oh, I'll give it to both you. I mean, obviously, I'll give it to both of you guys. Chad, <laughs> cover your ears. <laughs> uh, the first one, uh, these are Berlin slang, apparently. I mean, I've never been to Berlin. Mm-hmm. Chad would know. Apparently, he's a professional. Uh, the first one is Elki. Elki. Is that a, is that a drink? A uh, little no, less he's, specific. He's not, he, he's not far little off, A little less okay. specific. Is that a less specific than a drink? I think a, a drink is pretty broad. Uh, okay, um, then I'll give it to you. It's alcohol. Wait, what we... Oh, okay. Yep. There we go. Or alcoholic. Well, well exactly. Yeah, I was okay. going to say right. it mean both. Like you could say, yeah. um, ich bin kein Alki, and that would be I'm not an alcoholic. Now, this one I wonder if Chad knows. I know you, I, okay. you, might, you probably won't know it, but I wonder if Chad knows this. It's Atze. A-T-Z-E. Atze. 
Well, well hold on, I, hold on, hold on. Give Jeff okay. a chance too, as well, because that's uh, fair. Good call. Do you know what? But is 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 this in the food and drink category? It again? is not. Mm-hmm. No, it's I, not. I do not know. Oh, Chad, you know what it oh. is? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh, of course he does. Yeah. <laughs> he's, Atza, Chad's, Atza Chad's Atza nodding is, over here. He's like, he's right. got it. Yeah. Um, I I only know this because I've also prepared some Berliner untranslatables, so it's kind of an unfair advantage. I will admit to our listeners out there, I did not know this until I did my three months of research beforehand. Okay. So, Atza is like brother. So would it be similar to like a oida? Well, first of all, we got to explain to Jeff and our audience what oida means. So oida is the Austrian word for altar. And altar, it means old man, but the Germans and the Austrians use it like dude. Yeah. So you could hey, say like altar. <laughs> exactly. Hey, altar. Was machst du denn altar? And in, in Austria, and we'll have to also do, eventually I'm going back to Vienna. So we'll definitely have to do an on the road again Vienna edition. Oh, yeah. We can talk more in depth about Oida. But, um, but yeah, so basically, actually, you know what? We're going to save it for that episode. Let's, uh, let's leave our listeners on their toes just like I like to do to Jared. So, Little teaser. Uh, Exactly. So, yes, um, let me give you one, Jared. Um, actually, here, we'll have Jeff give you one. Yeah, we have a couple here. Um, Keats. Say that again. Keats. Keats. Mm-hmm. Keats. K-I-E-T-S? No, uh, K-I-E-Z. Oh, Keats. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, oh, God, I have no idea. Give, give us some guesses. Keats. We, we want you to... One mm-hmm. one guess. Is it kiss? Kuss? Nope. Okay. Nope. nope. Not kuss, unfortunately. Uh, cat? Katza? Nope. Keats. Let me, since, since you did such a great job a few episodes ago of giving me all these uh, examples to help me out, let me, let me help my Atza out here. Um, and Keats, I would say like, um, for example, um, yeah, maybe you want to check out this Keats in Berlin because there's a lot of interesting oh, bars and pubs. Close, not quite spot. Keats is like neighborhood. Oh, okay, okay. And there's a reason why we wanted to pick this word. Can you can you uh, let Jared know why we wanted to pick this word, Jeff? Yeah. So this is when we were trying to learn the uh, the U-Bahn, S-Bahn, uh, and Berlin is actually divided into districts. Is that right? No, so so, so I sadly uh, was a horrible tourist and led Jeff in the wrong direction. He asked me, you know, is Berlin broken up into neighborhoods or districts or how's it broken up? And as, as you well know, Jared, Vienna is broken up into districts. Mm-hmm. I think Berlin, it seems like, especially because they use the word Keats to describe things, uh, to describe the different areas, I would say Berlin is more divided into neighborhoods. So you have like a Friedrichshain, you have Kreuzberg. Um, you have uh, Charlottenburg. There's all these different areas. And what, what's really amazing when you go to Berlin is if you take any public transportation, you can figure out very quickly how huge the city is. I mean, the city is giant. Yes. I, that's, I, I did read a lot about how gigantic this place was. Um, it's incredible. So you've been there six times, Chad. Mm-hmm. Do you think mm-hmm. you've, you've gotten the full experience after six times? Definitely not. You think there's still more to see? There's all that's the crazy thing about Berlin, man. There's always more to see. Wow. I have a question for you, Chad. Was there anything that we did together that was your first time that you hadn't seen in your previous time? I like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that's a great question, actually. Um, and I have to give, once again, give a shout out to our buddy uh, Ferdinand because we, we met up with him for, for a Berliner Pilsner 
um, one night, and uh, and we asked his suggestions because he's been living in Berlin for the past two years now. So we figured he'd really know where to where to go and what to do. And he actually suggested us to go to this really cool park called Victoria Park, which is really easily accessible. You um, you take the U-Bahn and then you take a bus and you're like right there. And there's actually a waterfall in Berlin. Would you have guessed, Jared, that there's a waterfall in Berlin that you can see? Um, no, but it, I feel like it shouldn't be that shocking because I'd assume there's a giant river in Berlin. Well, there is. Do you know what the river is by chance? Don't know. That's uh, that would be. I know. I know. I know. That's you're the, doing the <laughs> same thing I'm doing. That's the one in Vienna. I, I just, I just um, named the the first river that came. I know it's not the Rhine. It's not the Rhine, is it? It's not no. the Rhine, and we can talk about it more during the song of the pod. Um, but it is the Spree. The Spree. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or the Spree River, I guess. Maybe mm-hmm. so. You say it in English. Spree. I don't really know. Is it a exactly. large river? How, what kind of? What are we talking in comparison to? A, yeah, like the it's, Rhine. It's really big. Not as big as the Rhine. Uh, well, the Rhine's the biggest river in Germany, so it's definitely well, not there you go. the Rhine. See, that's there's but, a fun uh, fact I didn't know. Yeah. And See, I think the best way to uh, kind of show our audience here is to provide some photo evidence. <laughs> maybe, maybe one of so our So Google it, everyone. Yeah. Type yeah, in exactly. Spree yeah. River. Yeah. Because yeah. we'll Chad... Have a, uh, we'll have a couple photos coming soon. Yeah. Chad's pictures are going to have, like, those watermarks on the back, on the back of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You Who's too. Who's Getty? Well... <laughs> exactly exactly who's getty and why do they have images <laughs> right all right jared well i want to give you um i want to give you a good uh berliner untranslatable for you and this one if you say this word in vienna you'll really confuse a lot of people i think um obviously because berlin and vienna are two very different cities um but the word is schrippe Schrippe. <laughs> wow schrippe. That, that you don't have to do the role but yeah schrippe. that word gave me nodes um my teacher, my piano teacher's teaching me how to sing, so I'm learning about oh, cool. uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, oh crap, I forgot the word. Glottal. Oh, glottal, glottal impacts or something. Glottal something. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's like, that's how you get nodes, and that made me think of uh, what is it? Pitch Perfect, or uh, where she probably. Gets notes. I have no idea. <laughs> what were we talking about again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Schlittel. Schrippe. 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 Steve Schrippe. Not quite. Uh, I don't. Do you know? I don't know what Schrippe is. Also, man geht in die Bäckerei und man bestellt Schrippen. So it's some sort of bakery treat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, some sort of bakery treat. Okay. Well, I, I don't. Uh, is it something I would know? Oh, is it a Berliner? Uh, it is not a jelly donut, okay. which is a Berliner. Because I assume no, they don't call that. Berliners Berliners in Berlin. I don't th- think they do. Oh. That's a good question. No. How did neither of us have an answer to this? That's a good question. Right? We, w- I guess our months of research is down the toilet, Jared. Um, but uh, any other guesses on Schrippe? Hold on. Oh, I, oh. Um, no, I don't. Sorry. So Schrippe is uh, just a Berlin word for Brötchen. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Your standard mm-hmm. bakery fair. Yep. Gotcha. That's right. Gotcha. Uh, is is any of the sticking, Jeff? Are you are uh, how how um it's coming back a little bit? How uh, <laughs> how willing are you to uh, look like a fool while trying to speak German, or just how willing are you to attempt? Absolutely. 
German. That is why I'm here today, uh, to look like a fool for uh, for a new perspective for our listeners that, that are not fluent. But I mean, fluent. Yeah. when you're actually going to be in Berlin, uh, like, will you just like try to throw out words and be like, I mean, you know, words that you know, that even if it's not like a complete sentence, I don't know. Uh, I, probably not. I'm kind of the guy that knows just a, a couple words, mm-hmm. right? So those full sentences are uh, kind of outside my my experience or my my talent level. Right. Um, right. But it's definitely uh, a little uncomfortable. So, you know, you always, I'm lucky that there's a lot of English speakers there. Yeah, for sure. Um, for sure. Yeah. I have to, I have to say, Jared, first of all, it was a breath of fresh air being back in a German speaking country yeah. where I understood almost everything going on around me. Oh, yeah. um, he was in his element. Right. He, re- he I was, really was. I was trying yeah. to be in my element for sure. Jeff saw me grinning ear to ear every time we'd go somewhere and I could speak <laughs> some German. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was it was really great. But we'll talk more about that in our uh, other segment. But what, do you have any other Berliner words for Jeff and I, Jared? Uh, I I think I do. I think I do. Oh, paletti or alles paletti. See, uh, this polite? is um. I'll, I'll say. Ooh, Jeff has Jeff has a solid guess. Say that again, Jeff. Is that, is that polite? Say that again. Is it polite? Being polite? Uh, no, alles okay. paletti. I understand why let you me would help, think let that, me though. right right let me help Jeff out um alles means like everything yes or all, all is all is alles paletti can all you is. give Jeff Jared's like the king of solid examples can you give him a good example um okay yeah I can I can I can uh so I when you were uh Jeff when you were you know getting your your taking your first trip abroad for example maybe yep. you were terrified in um in customs for the first time you know standing in the line waiting for their they're they're like come up next and you're like oh yep, shit yep. maybe my passport you, broke or something yep, yep. and uh, <laughs> i think it's important and i think you also you have to think in the back of your head calm down calm down alice paletti yep. i got a passport i can just go i should is be able to just go through is it all all is good yeah yeah, yeah. All's good in the all's good in the home. Yeah, there we go. I was waiting for the hand. But it is yeah, it, it, we actually had a uh, untranslatable similar to this a while ago. It was Alice in Butter, which is they mm-hmm. say in a different part of Germany, I guess. Which is essentially yep. the same thing as Alice Paletti. Do you know where sorry to I sorry know. if this just thro- throws your, your research on the tube, Jared, but do you know why it's Paletti? Um I don't. See, I believe. See, uh, now I'm gonna. Uh, usually, uh, I have a good explanation, but I don't. Paletti. I believe it's. Because um, it has to come from something. I know. I mean, it didn't oh just come from thin air. Also, I think Jared Alice and Butar was actually our first ever episode. Was it really? Wow. Yeah, I think Broke so. Back. Right. Just twenty episodes ago. I don't know what Paletti means. Google it like like you're going to Google Kumatov. C H O U. I don't know how to spell it. Nope. Nope. C H O M U T O V. Komutov. Oh man. Um, All right. Well, Jeff, I think wants to hit you with. Uh, we got another another Berliner untranslatable it's for got a, you. It's got a umlaut in it. Uh, Speti. Oh, I do know what that is. Because I was going to ask you if you went to any. We did, we did, sh- and actually. Well, uh, let me get my let me tell say it and give myself a hammer. Ha- <laughs> <laughs> so a spati is is yeah. almost like a I I'd say the best comparison is like a Seven Eleven, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, they vary in niceness. However, they also sell beers and, and alcohol, and you can go in there and kind of almost it can, it's a great pre pregame spot or a great like it, going in between two clubs or something. Stop at a Shpeti to get a chill beer, bro. Granted, I, I looked it up. That's how I uh, I know. But um, uh, did you guys go to any Shpetis? We did. We oh, had actually. Yes. We we had a couple Shpetis right by our hotel, so it was perfect. Okay. Mm-hmm. And and Jeff, can you tell Jared what kind of beers we've had? Because I'm curious to see if Jared's ever tried these before. Well, I, I can't tell you the I can't tell you the names, but I can tell you what we drank it out of, and it no, was no, a it was a plastic uh, bottle, a screw cap plastic bottle that we showed up like <sighs> true Americans at the at the party. Um, but a lot of the, the Shpetis, um, that was all they had and, I, and we were very surprised. So we kind of had to, uh, it was very last minute. We were running to the pregame and that's all we could find. Is this your, and, and what, what is the, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. What's that called again, Chad? What's the, what's the brand? Well, okay. So, so sadly, sorry, I, I set, I set Jeff up here for failure. So, <laughs> so, so, so we went to a Lidl to get beer for the pregame. Because our buddy asked us to grab some beer for the pregame. Is this Ferdinando? How- Ferdinand? F- Ferdinand, yes. Yeah. Ferdinand. So, so, we, so we went to Lidl, which is not a Shpeti. The Shpetis are the places like by the U-Bahn where we went and we would just grab Lidl is like a grocery doors. store, isn't it? Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. And they actually have Lidl in the Czech Republic. They have like a couple in my town. But yeah, so when we went to the Shpeti, we got um, Augustina Helles, which... I felt a little bit like a hypocrite because I was in Berlin showing Jeff Berlin, and then we get some Munich beer. But you know, I mean, it doesn't matter. In my in my opinion, right, right. In my opinion, too, um, Augustina Helles is one of the tastiest German beers ever. It's just smooth. Uh, Jeff, is this your first time uh, drinking in the streets legally? It, it is. I, I believe so. It's a good feeling, isn't it? Um, it? It's a good feeling, and that is actually the first thing that uh, that my cab driver told me. It is. Uh, he he let me know the important uh, the important rules. Yes. It really makes you question what is what is freedom, you know? It, it, like what is America doing? Although I will say uh, this, to be fair, I do see a lot more people throwing up in the streets in Europe than I do in America. <laughs> that's I, and that's because you have to pay for toilets in Europe, man. Oh, you that's a good point. And, that is a good point. Put yeah. your euro in before yeah. you got to run. That's a good toilet. toilet. I just imagine like standing in front of the <laughs> toilet or like the machine sweating and like. Ugh. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Do you have any more uh, untranslatables for us, or we we keep this train going? Yeah. Oh, we're keeping this train going. I just want to add a couple other things for about the Shpeti. So we also um, we also were talking about Shpetis for uh, uh, when we were talking to um, uh, Ferdinand and also his friend uh, Marius, where. Um, he asked us if we had been to the Shpeti, and he was like, yeah, like that's something you have to do in Berlin. So, yeah, it's, and they're great, but I have to admit, like any place, it's a lot more expensive to get your brews at the Shpeti than if you do go to a Lidl. Right. But you have But it's still cheaper than, than like a bar or a club, I would assume. Oh, yeah. without a doubt. Without a doubt. Yeah. So and that would be our next question. Yeah, if, if you were going to, uh, to provide beer for the party, a Shpeti would probably not be the best option. Oh, interesting. You would not be able, you would not be able to carry. Twenty-four beers from the Shpeti, correct? Right. So you can't buy like a a case of beers. You'd have to buy like twenty-four cans or bottles or something. Well, they they I saw them. They had they had cases, but none of them were in the coolers. So so you you like taking warm beer to your parties, then right? Yeah. Go. Nobody likes that guy. Right. 
All right, Jared. So I got one that you should be able to. By the get. way, have um, you? Yeah. How how annoying is it to go to a party and like go to grab a beer and it's and it's room temperature and it's like, oh damn it! Oh god, it's oh, the worst. That's it's like it's the worst. Uh, I'm getting that's angry. That's when I leave the party. That's when right. That's when we go home. Yeah. All right. Well, I got one for you, Jared. That should be pretty easy. If you don't get this, I'm gonna be really disappointed in you. Well, so thanks. Thanks your for finger. That. Thanks. This might get be that, the last get that episode finger. of everyone. Right. Get your finger on that ham horn, Jared. I hope I hope it's ready. <laughs> now I'm not. So even, the word. Go ahead. The word is ick. Oh yeah. Okay. Ick is how in Berlin they would say ich, which is I. Mm-hmm. I'll give myself there one for go. that because that's simple. All I, right. That's if fair. I don't know that, what, then I need to take back right. any sort of polyglottism that I'm <laughs> right. fighting for. Okay. Well, let me let me uh, let me give you another one that's also just it's more of a. Not necessarily a Berliner like vocabulary word, but more just pronunciation. Do you know what Jutentag is? Uh, well, Jutentag. I know Tag is probably how they would say Tag. Yep. Juten. Every? I don't know. Mm-mm. Just Guten Tag. Oh, oh, that makes a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do they actually say it like that? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I've heard. I've heard people say that before. Yeah, Can I say Guten Tag like a uh, like someone from Dusseldorf? You can if you want to be that guy. No, I'm just you can you can definitely you can definitely say that. I would say what's interesting about Berlin is I think not only is the uh, not only is the the pronunciation different, but I think just like the because it's such a big city, um, I think people just have a whole different like kind of way they go about speaking the language and using the language. Mm-hmm. I think Berliners tend to be like to me Berliners are very direct. And then if you go to Vienna, they're like super polite, and it's very indirect, you know. So have you no- have you noticed that a lot of directness? I, I would say so. I was because uh, I, I saw you nodding surprised. your head there. I was. Yep, yep. We've kind of experienced a little bit of that, and then uh, you know that that's something that's interesting for me is just the difference between the two cities, uh, or just you know any city, um, you know, in Germany, kind of the the difference of the dialogue, difference of the um, you know of how uh, formal you need to be. Um, and I think we had uh, a pretty good um, experience with that. What do you cons- what, what do you consider uh, like what do you consider directness? How do you how do you experience that? Well, there was what sprech z English or sprech or do right, and that's kind of like a very subtle difference there. And, and Chad was kind of explaining to me. Chad, the Berlin vet- Berlin veteran, was explaining that that's more of informal. Um, the the do sprechen do rather than the sprechen sie oh the, so that, Z, yeah. so yeah. if you were to like so, do someone they they they'd be offended was, well I don't know if Jeff knows what duzen means so so if you if you use do with someone mm-hmm. in Berlin I think that's the weird thing about Berlin is um, and I don't know if Jeff could really answer this because we were speaking mostly in English to people right but uh, I'm sorry to steal your thunder buddy <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I'm already talking too yeah. much this episode anyways but pretty soon we'll get to Jeff's thoughts uh, but yeah You're so, fine, so basic, don't worry about it <laughs> right. speak your but, mind uh, yeah what what I've noticed though is yeah in Berlin it's um, like we had a we had a waitress um, who was using the do form with uh, with our buddy Ferdinand and and they didn't know each other it wasn't like they were friends but th- we were all about the same age, whereas I think in Vienna or uh, maybe other cities Munich I'm not as sure if that would happen. All of our German speaking listeners out there if they could drop us a line on Twitter Instagram 
Gmail. Um, let us know what they think about the do and Z issue with German because it's it's quite a dilemma, not only for um, learners of German, but also native speakers. You know how I how I always did it? If I mean, if they were like my age or younger, mm -hmm. I would always just do do. And if they seem like some sort of adult to me, <laughs> then I would then I would just go Z. But like, mm -hmm. even if I like, even if it was a stranger, but they were my age or younger, I would I would probably still go do. That's probably fine, right? Mm -hmm. I think that's a great rule of thumb, most definitely. Now I'm getting nervous. I haven't even spoken German in like years. Outside of random. Hey, races. join the club. Yeah. Hey, you spoke some uh, some good old Berlinerish this episode, though. <laughs> that's so. true. At least there's that. Ich spreche Deutsch. I don't. That was awful. <laughs> I'm sorry. It sounds like me ordering a beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But yeah, so let's uh, let's get get into it and uh, get into our main topic. Um, I'm really curious to hear what uh, some of Jeff's impressions are on on Berlin. Um, you know, kind of. You can give mm -hmm. us if you could give us like a little recap of some mm -hmm. of the things we did. I have a quick yeah. question. Okay. Why did you choose Berlin, or how did you choose Berlin? Great question. So I think I've. I've always wanted to visit Germany, um, and I think that maybe just the location with Chad here in uh, Humatov, um, kind of close please. to the <laughs> close to the border here, <laughs> um, is always you know look, somewhere I wanted to go. Um, and actually, with the flights, um, you know, I could I could talk about a story how I really wanted to go, but in reality, it was a price-driven decision. Right. Uh, it was actually cheaper to fly into Berlin opposed to uh, opposed to Prague. Um, and I was actually getting pretty nervous. Uh, Chad and I were trying to plan this trip for a while, and uh, prices were going up, were going up. Um, I was actually using one of those price tracking apps. Oh my God. Um, I don't want to talk bad about those, but uh, I, I had a lot of confidence. They told me to keep waiting and waiting and waiting. Uh, and then it was, what, 1600 bucks, uh, And I really thought I, I wasn't going to be able to make it happen. Uh, so what I ended up doing is getting uh, two one-way tickets. Okay. Um, so I did a one-way ticket from San Francisco uh, into Iceland, actually, and that's through the Wow Airlines, mm -hmm. and then from Iceland uh, straight to Berlin. And then Chad was actually able to meet up with me probably within an hour uh, after I got to the hotel. I was able to uh, take a quick little nap, and then uh, Ch Chad joined in. How far away is Berlin from Prague? Uh, well... Berlin to Prague is only about a four and a half hour bus ride, which isn't too bad. Yeah, well, they give you but, champagne uh, on those buses too, don't they? Sadly not. <laughs> they did. They they did offer uh, coffee and hot cocoa though, which did I they guess really? is better than nothing. Oh my yeah. gosh! A and they have free Wi-Fi, so so I was content. I was listening to my Spotify. I had my seed on. I feel I had like a, a long seed playlist going. I feel like these days on like a Greyhound, you're lucky if you don't accidentally get pricked by like a rogue hypodermic, hypodermic needle or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> oh, for sure. Like, well, that's another big difference. The bus still has all four, four of its wheels. I mean, what, what are you complaining about? Four hundred dollars. What else do you please? need? <laughs> is that the Wow Airlines well, well, equivalent? So here's, uh, here's the crazy thing: is uh, the bus. So I took a bus from my town in in Komotov to to Berlin. And I had to get up at 7.15. Well, my, well, my bus left at 7.15. And here's the crazy thing. So I'm really close to Germany, right? Mm -hmm. But the way the bus system is set up, I have to go down to Prague, which is an hour and 45-minute bus ride, then go back up to Berlin. Because oh, you're like in a four smaller and a half hour city, bus so ride. there's no direct. Exactly. Right. And I thought about taking a train, and it was like double the price. Yeah. So 
You know I'm a budget traveler, Jared. You know Jeff knows now too. <laughs> and the buses well, aren't that bad, I, apparently. Yeah. They're really good. I mean, this sounds like. Yeah. I mean, you were telling me about the one from the airport was like five euro, and yep. the woman was massaging your feet during the trip as well, or something like that. It's crazy. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what what the heck I was telling you, but it's not quite what went down. So chilled champagne. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so I mean, even though it was like a uh, you know a budget-driven decision, you can't go wrong with Berlin. Berlin's one of the greatest cities in Germany, right? Exactly. Um, and, and I would say, un- unlike any city I- I've ever been to, um, you know, I, in, in my past, I've been to I've been to London, I've been to Dublin, I've been to Edinburgh, um, and, and and Berlin is unlike anything I've I've ever oh, experienced. Okay. See, Chad had told me that you've never been to Europe before when I asked him. I, I, I I I mistake I was mistaken. I meant <laughs> never been to Germany. Yeah. What can I say? <laughs> I've just been blowing it. But again, all those cities are forty-five percent of my quest. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah. ruined. Yeah, um, well, all those other cities, you know, spoke English. So right. I, I think uh, being at Berlin was was something uh, completely new for me. Uh, when did you go mm-hmm. to London and and and? Ireland and those ones. So that was back on a study abroad trip uh, back in, uh, let's see, it was back in college uh, oh, in Michigan so that was, okay. State. Okay. So oh, that's cool. Yep. Yep. What, 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 yep, kind, so what was the program? Uh, our packaging. Packaging? So uh, shout out to all the packaging engineers out there. You can yes, get a study abroad that. in packaging engineering? <laughs> that, that is correct. Wow. Yeah. Yep. And that was, uh, that was, that was quite a trip. And uh by the way, um, I just happened to be reading this article. This is uh, such a tangent. Yeah. Uh, so pack you. So you do packaging engineering stuff now. Correct. Have you heard yeah. of ECS tuning? I do not. Oh, this is this. It's this. Uh, this this large like a uh, car part company, and they're in the news for terrible customer service and like terrible packaging, and they're just delivering like fragile car parts and just normal boxes and stuff is breaking, uh-huh. and then. And uh-huh. then they're not able to return it, and customer service is like laughing on the line, like, "Oh, that happened again." But that's a whole. Dis- I, I happen to read that. Just right those packaging guys. It was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but you should you should <laughs> talk to your packaging buddies about that uh, around the water cooler sometime. <laughs> that one's on me. You say you found that one on your own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, this Jeff guy's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, d- 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 like, what kind of preparation did you do beforehand? Uh, on on uh, like where you where you on. Um, um, places you'd visit while here? Well, I think I did the, the typical uh, tourist search. So I did the Yelp, uh, top uh, Berlin places to, to visit. Okay. Um, and, and that's something that uh, Chad and I had kind of talked about. Um, and it really was pretty last minute, the trip. Mm-hmm. I didn't have too much time to look into it. Um, but I, I knew I wanted to hit all of the, the touristy stuff. Uh, Chad was able to get a, a great location uh, can you kind of talk about where, where our location was? Yeah. I mean, that was... Yeah, so so Jeff and I were looking at hotels on Booking.com, which is usually the site I use. Um, and uh, Chad's I not paid by them, through, but I am. But Jared is. That's where. <laughs> that's actually how Jared pays for his apartment. And hey, else. he made $25 off me. That's uh, true. I, I used his code, Chad his might reference not code. post pictures yeah. about yeah. Kumatov, but I'll be posting my new yeah. Ferrari soon. That's, <laughs> that's it. Right. Specially ordered, so it takes a couple months. And it says booking.com on the side. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's the wrapped graphic, in booking.com yeah. logos and shit. <laughs> oh, my God. That'd be great. <laughs> hey, that'd be solid advertising. Oh, my God. That'd be so funny. <laughs> oh, my God. That's great. But, yeah. So, anyway, so we were on booking.com trying to find some places. And um, 
And I knew of a couple good Ubon stops, and this place was right next to the Ubon. I mean, literally not even a minute walk, and you were on the Ubon ready to go. So we stayed on Warschauerplatz, which is like um, um, Warsaw Square, I guess, in English. And there's like quite a few really cool bars there, some really nice restaurants. Of course, we had to uh, have some good currywurst. Jared knows very, very well. That's my favorite. Zerlecka. That's right. Yeah. What what other stuff did we have, Jeff? We had uh, um, currywurst. Uh, what was the the casa for us? Wait, hold on, hold on. Case the case of yeah. Okay. Oh, what was on the uh, uh, what was on the uh, top five list of uh, places to visit on the Yelp list? I don't want to go past that. Okay. Um, definitely the Berlin Wall. Mm-hmm. Oh right. Um, I mean, he, can he, is, is, I feel like that's hard to miss, isn't it? Well, well there's not very much of it standing, so you oh, could right. miss it if you're not in the right that spot. That makes sense. Yep, and I knew the uh, the Brandenburg Gate. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that, that was another one in there. Um, the Wasserfall from Victoria Park was not on that list. That's more of a uh, a local. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was not known. Um, Good little insider tip. Insider for all those listeners going later. Um, and then the, all, the, all the museums, um, right. which actually we did not have time for. Um, I, I was really interested in the, in the Stasi Museum. Um, but I think that... Which Stasi? Uh, you know, any... you know what Stasi is, Jared? No. Stasi was the uh, um, the secret police in the DDR. Oh, okay. Uh, DDR. That's what I thought it was. That's the, yeah. I didn't know there was a museum on that. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we, we did not make it there. Um, and I think any time, uh, I think Chad and I made a list of maybe uh, 10 things. So obviously we, we didn't make it to everything, had to cut, cut a few things out. Do you still have time? Um, I mean, you're going back, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. by the way, I, I found Warschauerplatz. I, I have a picture of the, the, the uh, subway map in front of me. You have mm-hmm. like three lines or four lines from your one stop uh, just ready to like you have so much accessibility from that place. Exactly, also, I'm, which is this wh- map is convenient. Like it does look very well, easily to uh, easy to read. I found Wasserplatz. It it is it is, no and time. the and the U-Bahn. I love taking the U-Bahn in Berlin because some of them it, some of it's actually above ground, some of it's underground. Yeah, I like and, that. Uh, yeah, so that's why I really picked it because I was worried if we were somewhere a little further out that was a little cheaper, um, it'd take you know a twenty minute walk to go to the U-Bahn and. I tell you what, man, we've been getting our steps in while we've been in Berlin. Like, oh man, yeah. Well, what's a, what's the count? Do you think now? How many miles do you think we're at? Jen? Well, well. So we one day we walked, I think like nine miles. So beat my day in Prague. Yes, yeah. my quads were killing me, buddy. You have no idea. It was bad. <laughs> no, we we were cramping a little bit. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So, but that's really why we wanted to stay uh, at Warschauerplatz is because it's a it's a good spot. And then there's actually a club there that I had gone to a few years ago, but sadly the scenery's changed a little bit, and we walked by the club coming back uh, one night, and everybody outside looked like they were like 15 or 16. So we did not go into that club uh, <laughs> for, for various purposes. reasons. <laughs> right? Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, but it was funny because Jeff's taxi driver was telling him as he was coming in, like, oh, Warschauerplatz, party all the time, party all the time. <laughs> What's up with these with chatty taxi drivers? My, well, see, my taxi driver, he was asking me all about Trump and uh, okay. and other things. So, so that mine, was mine a, too. He, mine got pretty political too. Yeah, is this part of that uh, attitude that you talk about? They're very to the point. Is this? Does this go with? Probably. It? Yeah, probably. I I I would gla- I would most definitely say so. I don't like those um, questions. Like, hey, what? Come on, come on. Right. Yeah. 
Well, I could have just responded with like, I don't know, but but I gave the guy a couple answers. Um, he seemed pleased with them and he agreed. Um, so you know, whatever. You got to make your taxi drivers happy so they don't uh, take <laughs> what, you in circles. Swerve the car up the road. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say hike up your fare. Yeah, I know that seems a little budget traveler. less aggressive than my, my thought. <laughs> oh yeah, you're scared to die. How scared to die are you? To start sli- oh, oh, it's like a Fight Club where they just start flooring the uh, limousine. And uh, that's such a random reference. Jared, you just broke the first rule. I'm, I'm really disappointed <laughs> in you. Um, <laughs> so uh, what kind of food did you guys eat? Where did you guys go? What kind of places? Well, we tried, uh, we tried a lot of the street food. Um, there was Trunchies. actually a... There oh, was drunchies a, for sure. <laughs> we well, could have done an episode probably based on Berliner drunchies. Oh, absolutely. Do they lot, have lot a lot special there. stuff that you couldn't find in other parts of Germany? Well, what was the, what was the Kaiserwurst? I'm really interested to hear well, about so, that. Okay, again. so so this that was, was delicious, by the so way. So this was a special situation. So and this this wouldn't necessarily fall under the category of drunchies, but um, uh, so basically we went to um, we went to the Memorial Church, which is right downtown in Berlin Mitte. Um, uh, well, um, I think it's in Berlin Mitte. It's by the the Kudam, which is the main shopping street there. And they actually had like a little Bavarian, like Austrian market there, man. So they had they had Stiegel, Stiegel beer, which is Austrian beer. It's from Salzburg. So we had one of those, a fresh one from the tap. And then we also had um, some Kaiserkainer. Mm-hmm. Did you ever try Kaiserkainer when you were in Vienna, Jared? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I have. I'm not a huge fan. It's never. It would never be my go-to, but I'm familiar with okay. it. Yeah, it's like essentially a, a sausage filled with cheese. Yes, sir. Yeah, mm-hmm. all the good stuff. So we had that. We also had some potato pancakes. Those were really, oh, yeah. really I mean, good. You can never go wrong with that. Fresh. Right. What what was fresh, what yeah. what was it uh, dipped or topped with? Uh, it wasn't dipped or topped with anything. So no, because it's just some plain. Okay, because they do usually sometimes give it to you with the uh, apples and the uh, sour cream. Right. Well, that was an option. We just we just got it plain. Right. Because um, it looked really good plain. Um, but yeah, and then take a guess, Jared, what our first food was in Berlin. And it, w- it wasn't currywurst. I don't want to lead you down the wrong path. It wasn't currywurst. Dinner. Also a great guess, but that was yeah. that was our drunchy of yeah. Berlin. Because <laughs> you have to. You have was to that the first thing you had? No. Oh no, no. First thing we had. You got any other guesses? Schnitzel. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, See, sir. Schnitzel mit Pommes. Hitchin. Hitchin. Yeah. Yeah. Hitchin schnitzel. Right. We got right. the, the chicken schnitzel. Yeah. It was good. Too afraid to be the baby. <laughs> the baby cow. The baby cow. The good stuff. <laughs> how, how, how old was this? Did it, have, did it have a name? <clears throat> how big was the cage? Um, oh, I, was that, I mean, I guess that was your first schnitzel, wasn't it? My very first, yes. Uh, was, uh, how delicious. was it? What was your, what was your uh, prognosis? I keep saying prognosis for some reason. I don't even know what that word means. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it makes you sound pretty fancy, so I say keep yeah, using yeah, it. I mean, I, yeah, it sounds yeah. less fancy when I find out I've been yeah. using it wrong. I don't know why that's been in my uh, vocabulary recently. Jesus Christ! Yeah, what'd you think of it? No, wait. <laughs> I th- I thought it was delicious. Uh, yeah. it, and it, it almost it was it was kind of American uh, in a way. You know, I think Americans love their their fried food. Right. Um, I think it just came on some uh, some French fries and uh, fr- fritter. Is that is that fries? Hummus, yeah. 
uh-huh. pommes? pommes what, is frit- what is fritter? All right, that's completely wrong, though. Uh, well, fritten, I mean, you can probably say fritten for fries, can't you, or Jared, or is that something different? Uh, I, I, don't I, know think I was thinking that. Other, other places might say that, but the full word is like the full word for French fries is pommes frites. But mm-hmm. I think some okay, other, okay. I, I, I've never really heard people say that in Germany, but I, they're probably maybe like, I don't know, where they speak Flemish or something, or and I, maybe they'll say fleet, fleet there. But I've never really <laughs> Did heard I just make up some right? my I'm, own slang? Yeah. Uh, apparently, in parts of Western Germany, you can use fritten. And I've been quite a, quite a few places in West Germany, so that, that's probably where, I, where I've heard it. Germany is definitely a great place for um, someone that wants to travel, yet is not adventurous with food. Granted, so is mm-hmm. England, for that matter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the fish and chips, yeah. Yeah, I mean fish. Yeah, yeah. apparently yeah. from what I've heard. So you studied abroad in London, England, or maybe not London, Correct. but in England. London. Okay. Yep. It was based in London. Yep, and we traveled to uh, Dublin and then Edinburgh. So um, from what I've heard, I've only been to London a couple times, but apparently, um, all fish and chips is garbage. It's just tourist trap. It's food. it's a little definitely overrated, um, but hey, like like you said, it's uh it's the safe American right. choice. You know, I've if had it. If you're not looking at, I mean, it's like yeah, I mean, I get it. You can't really go wrong. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it's all right, but you know, a little. It's a kind little of like overrated. schnitzel. You can't really go r- wrong. You with know schnitzel. what? It's also similar to I was telling uh, I was telling you that you 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 were saying that you don't like seafood, and I was telling you mm-hmm. that I bet you you'd be okay with fried catfish. Because it, it's they just fried the shit out of it, and mm-hmm. and it's 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 just it's simple. Mm-hmm. So you so you don't like seafood? Not uh, really. You, you got to come visit guy. me in San Francisco. We'll show you some uh, some real real seafood. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Chad uh, Chad keeps yep. that on the DL. Apparently, no one knew that he yep. uh, detested seafood. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? Yeah. Well, now everyone knows, Jerry. The cat's out of the bag. <laughs> Millions of people in out there know. That's right. Um, so what kind of place did you guys stay at? You guys stayed near Vashawa. Vashawa Platz. Vashawa Platz. What was the kind of, what, what was the uh, accommodation? The accommodation was good, although it was really weird. Our, I don't know what it was, but the water in either our shower or the bathroom just smelled off. I think it was the shower drain, but it, it was not good. It was a, uh, what, it, it was technically a hostel, but they did kind of have the separate private rooms, uh, Chad and I got a twin room, um, but something about that water, man, it kind of kind of ruined it for us. <laughs> uh, it made it hard to. Was it also from the sink that you brush your teeth in? I mean, the water from the sink seemed fine, okay. but it was either That's the shower little, drain or better. the toilet. That makes it a little better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to shot them out? Put them on blast? Nah, we won't do that. Because <laughs> it was overall, they, it was a pretty good hotel. Overall, did it come with any food? Really, breakfast. Nope, had to pay nine euros for it. I think, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, didn't, we did. Are you staying at the same place when you go back? Probably not. I, you can't. Uh, well, I, it was kind of close to the airport, so I'm thinking that be, might be kind of convenient. Uh, um, did you? Are you going to be there by yourself? Is there? Or is, or is I will be here by myself. Okay. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So that will be that'll be interesting. But now I feel a, a little more a little more qualified after spending some time with Chad, uh, right? The veteran tour guide here, kind of. Right. He gave you a. Well, well, I am a, a pro tourist according yeah. to our test. A tourist, not a traveler. <laughs> Still salty. <laughs> I didn't realize you'd been to Berlin so many times. I, I think I might give you a, a traveler on Berlin. On Berlin. Ooh, all right. Uh, all right. Yeah. What about Vienna? Do I get traveler or tourist? Uh, I mean, we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about <laughs> when we do it on the road again, Vienna. 
But yeah, but the just to recap on where we stayed, I mean, the main reason why we picked it was more so the location versus the amenities or the accommodation. Um, but they did have a really nice little courtyard in the hotel, which was really nice mm-hmm. um, because Jeff got there a little early. Tell me what happened when you tried to check in. Yeah, so, so I get there and, um, you know, be, being the traveler I am, I just had to take the plane ticket uh, that, that worked for my budget. So I actually got in pretty early in the morning mm-hmm. and did not take into account the check-in time. So I kind of had a, a couple hours to, to kill, um, and that was, uh, so I think I just hung out in the, uh, in the courtyard there, did a little more reading. I uh, was really hoping I could take a nap, but uh, not, not the place you want to nap in a, in, in a hostel. Right, yeah. right. You're going to get yourself taken the first day you're there. It's like, oh, it, oh exactly. Yeah, you kind of have to guard it there. Yeah, <laughs> cradle it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so I, you just had to like sit there? You just, did you just sit there awake waiting? I, I sat there very patiently. Wow. Uh, <laughs> the, guy, uh, the guy said he would try to get me in a little early, and he did not. So I actually waited the, the full time. I think it was two to three hours, actually. Um, that's not and it terrible. was actually this it was the same way in Iceland actually so I decided to get the hotel that was right next to the terminal in Iceland um, and anyone that's been to Iceland uh, really not a lot to do there it's a very beautiful country but really really not a lot to do um, everything is very far apart uh, I think the closest city is maybe 45 minutes or I think the capital I should say um, and, and I kind of got there a little early and I also had to to wait it out until until the check-in. I mean, the guy wanted to charge me. I think it was like fifty percent of the the total price I paid as an early check-in fee. Jeez. So being being the budget traveler, I kind of had to wait that out as well. Um. So also the the thing that those budget international flights or airlines do is that sometimes they'll have like super long layovers. Where mm-hmm. I, I guess I don't know if it's more of a uh, perk or a, or a negative, but now I always thought of it kind of as a perk where it's like, yeah, I mean, maybe this is not how you want to do it, but it is cool to just <laughs> like be able to say, oh, yeah, I was in Iceland because you could go around for mm-hmm. a bit. But now that I hear that, <laughs> it's like, well, you can't really go well, anywhere unless you like like you like yeah. that it's a hike to go anywhere. I, but maybe you could also go to like Finland or Norway because there is like a Norway air that also does cheap international flights. Maybe you can go somewhere else in Norway. I don't know. Well, well, I'll be flying uh, Norwegian back home oh. uh, to San Francisco, and I'll actually have a, a layover in Sweden. Uh, I think Sweden would be very cool to, to kind of walk around, but unfortunately, it's only four hours. Okay. Uh, compared to my Iceland layover was uh, maybe 16 hours, um, so it was very long. <laughs> so you really have to add in the price of that hotel, right, into your total airline price. So... What, so- what did you do for the 16 hours? Uh, slept, man. I can't sleep on airplanes. I know you guys have talked about this before. Um, yeah. I, I, cannot, I cannot sleep on airplanes. I really took advantage. Uh, uh, did a lot of lounging in, in, the, in the hotel room, kind of just relaxing, <laughs> preparing myself I mean, that's code, for a uh, crazy week. Yeah, this, is, yeah. this is a family <laughs> show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was uh, kind of just hanging out, sleeping, uh, you know, took some pictures outside and stuff. But yeah. <gasps> Pictures, Chad. Pictures. Uh, what, that what was actually. Um, Chad, do we know what those are? That was actually what going to be one of my questions. Are you uh, as a, as a tourist? Uh, well, once again, I thought this was your first time ever in Europe because of some bad intel by my co-host. <laughs> some bad <laughs> uh, intel. Some bad prep work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, do you are you a picture taker? Do you like to capture I the am, moments? I am actually. I I am. I uh, I had this. Uh, I brought this nice camera. I think it was a. Uh, no, I shouldn't say nice. What you kind know, of a couple hundred bucks. I think I think it was uh, a Nikon. Nikon. One of those Amazon. I think it was Amazon Prime Day special a uh, couple years ago. The um, new Walmart. And it took me about two years to finally figure out the settings on it. So I finally was able to figure out some uh, some exposure um, alterations there. And uh, no, we'll definitely we'll definitely update the guests or the uh, you know the viewers with some uh, with some guest photos here. Yeah, maybe Com- we can coming get soon. Like, uh, coming soon. Yeah, maybe we could freelance our our Instagram out to uh, to Jeff. That's a good call. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good call. Hey, while you're away. Hey. Yeah. And Jeff, where where was your favorite place in Berlin to take pictures? You think, I, without a doubt, the the Wasserfall. Um, oh, interesting. And I, and okay, I, I thought I thought you would have said Eastside Gallery, but I think right. the Berlin, yeah, it, the Berlin Wall was very cool um, in that it was very artsy. Um, and and Chad was explaining that the art actually changes. Um, you know, they actually pay artists to come in and paint over um, the existing art there. It's like a um, rock so and quad. Well, well, kind of. Let me. I got to toss a disclaimer out there because I think some art pieces they do change, and then there are some other ones. I was last time I was in Berlin was 2016, so two years ago, and uh, and the art actually some of the pieces hadn't changed, but there were quite a few new ones, and then there were also a few pieces of art that. Like it was, it seemed more like it was just a block, and people could just kind of graffiti it however they wanted. Okay. Bring the sharpie and uh, sign whatever you want. Sharpie, you know. Oh yeah, oh, we yeah. didn't bring our sharpies though. <laughs> we didn't sign the wall, unfortunately. I mean, that would be, that would be, that would disappear within a couple hours, though. Your name. Oh yeah, but but I mean, we have some very artsy kind of hipster photos that will that will share of, Do you of really? the wall. That's for sure. That's I, I almost don't. I'm almost annoyed even hearing about pictures that have been taken. Just like when Chad, Chad did post one picture, by the way, and it was of a goddamn glass of beer. And it's like, I think he's, I think this is all just him messing with me specifically. And now apparently oh, yeah. you have artsy pictures, not just pictures, but artsy pictures. Artsy slash uh, hipster photos. Yep. yep. Okay. All right. That might be something for us to do tomorrow, Chad. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So, with this with this fancy camera, do you also have to learn um, editing skills, or is that what the camera's for? It's like editing. That's what the camera's Um, doing. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm more of the the idea. It's it's good enough, right? You know, it's photo. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Don't want to spend any more time on on uh, editing. I I think I have maybe 150, and we posted zero. So maybe (laughs) tomorrow we'll. 150 oh my gosh i'm still curious what chat's um like the outside of chat's apartment looks like just like walking up to your apartment i'd be kind of curious to know what it looks like oh yeah i haven't sent youngie i've sent Uh, i feel see now now you're just making me feel bad because i've sent other people these pictures so now now i'm really just see i didn't i didn't know that i thought i i didn't realize i'm the only one not getting these (laughs) and uh our uh, instagram followers are the only ones not getting these Right now, this has turned way more personal than I thought. This started as a joke, and now I'm a little <laughs> insulted. <laughs> oh man! Oh, too good. Uh-huh. You just you just wait, Jared. You just wait. It will be a pleasant surprise. It'll know? be worth the wait. Yeah, right. Is that what they say? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it'll be it'll definitely be worth the wait because the East Side Gallery has some of the coolest artwork um, out there. 
I was telling Jeff, like, as we were walking along and kind of looking at all the art, I'm not going to lie, man, I was getting a little emotional. Like, there was some really deep philosophical stuff about about ideas and concepts of freedom, about the world, about all sorts of really philosophical stuff that, that for me, I feel like when you're just kind of walking down the street and you see this stuff, like you might not really take it in. But if you're like, like Jeff was saying, he was taking all those pictures. Mm-hmm. I was trying to take all those mental pictures of all these, uh, all these uh, really cool Chad's pieces a, of art. Chad's so. going to recreate his, uh, his own art. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and I'm going to paste it on the other side of my Ferrari. Ideally. <clears throat> well, by then, what, by then what you'll need of, a Lamborghini. What kind of art was it? Like, just, well, uh, eventually you you'll, need you'll to just uh, check, check sure. your messages, Maybe. my man. No, no, but find out. can you at least explain it? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like, uh, I mean, it's just kind of, in terms of, like, genre, I don't really know. Like maybe like just kind of more modern contemporary. Are they paintings? Uh, mm-hmm. They're paintings. Paintings. Uh, yeah. Some oh, yeah. were uh, more spray paint, graffiti. Um, a lot of them had political messages, um, and then some of them were, um, you know, kind of just references uh, to the city. Um, there's kind of an interesting one here where it kind of compared uh, Moscow, China, everywhere, and Berlin. And it kind of has like a different little painting for each of the cities. Mm-hmm. And then you see in Berlin is kind of this darker, and you see the big, the giant wall. Um, we'll, we'll definitely post that one for you guys. Oh, that sounds cool. Yep. It's, it's really like, Jared, if you go to Berlin, you have to go to the East Side Gallery. And the nice thing was our hotel was literally a two-minute walk. Oh, that's mm-hmm. awesome. So is is um is is Berlin like a very political city? I've, well, I mean, because he mean, said uh, they so asked about Trump. Right. So I'm I'm glad you mentioned that because there's another amazing building we went to that's very significant to German history, which is the German Parliament Building. And uh, uh, Jeff, could you kind of describe what that was like for you? Because I mean, it was the first time you saw the building. Yeah, it was, um, you know, j- just the size of it was uh, was pretty overwhelming. And then um, it was definitely one of those tourist attractions. Um, it was it was one of the more crowded places, I would say, um, you definitely. know, just just the lines. Um, and I think it's just something that everyone wanted to see. Um, and that's the one where you needed to book in advance, correct? Yes. Um, so a, a tour. So, yeah, can we, uh, I think we should also mention that for all of our listeners out there interested in going to the, it's called the Bundestag in German, um, which is the German parliament building. And, um, and so, yeah, so we went to, uh, we wanted to, they have this really beautiful glass dome, which will take you on the roof of the, uh, of the parliament building of the Bundestag. And, uh, Whoa. I made, a, sorry, I saw a picture of it. That thing's you crazy. It good. Yep. Yeah. It's awesome. Yep. It's got that big dome, and I've actually gone up on the dome and on the roof, and you can see so much of Berlin from there. It's such an amazing view. Um, but, yeah, so I also, once again, I feel like this, this whole episode is just outlining all of my failures as a, as a podcaster, as a tour guide. <laughs> I'm okay with that. But, I'm okay with that. Okay, well, good. <laughs> we're good. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you are good. Um, so for, for the Bundestag, though, you do have to register. And we were hope like, it's free to go in, but you have to register. So you have to give, like, your name, your passport number. And, like, by appointment. I mean, there were time slots. And, I mean, yep. it was pretty, yeah, did not expect that. And, unfortunately, the closest time slot was, like, three days later. So uh, um, we had other things to do. So it just wasn't doable, unfortunately. You didn't but, go? 
we went well we didn't go up the dome we went to the parliament building to look oh, on the outside i got but you. it was all full you know so unfortunately we yeah we couldn't yeah just went to the outside took a couple selfies uh oh, there you go gotta yeah, do the was, typical nice. tourist yeah. thing take some selfies <laughs> right. you know? selfies do make me very uncomfortable yeah. <laughs> i hope you know now that you've said that when you come visit all i'm going to be doing is taking selfies with <laughs> yeah. you well at least i know Maybe those are only pictures them. it's too easy it's too easy right but can uh can we tell you a little story from our experience jared please berlin please so so as i mentioned we uh we went uh we picked our hotel because it was right on the warschauer strasse u-bahn and strassenbahn stop and jeff what what did i tell you after we bought our tickets for for what for the for the u-bahn I don't know. You tell me. I okay. Well, well, I told Jeff there was a lot going on in Berlin, so so I'm not surprised that Jeff didn't remember. This oh, I, I think I got it. Can I say it? Yeah, Is yeah. it the city that does that never sleeps? Well, that too. Yes, that that's it? New York yes. City. Everyone just throwing it out there. <clears throat> it's the, so the, the Euro- me, <laughs> European let, let version. Let me rephrase for Jeff. It's the German city that never sleeps. <laughs> um, but no, where I told Jeff was, oh yeah, we'll get our tickets, but we but we'll, we probably won't get stopped, we won't get checked, right? And then what happens? Classic, yes. yes. Classic. So the very first time, very first experience. Uh, yep, we we were checked, and uh, you know I guess that is that is very rare. I think we uh, we were talking at the party, and uh, it doesn't happen to anyone. And it was my very first time. We got our, they check our tickets, and you have to you know verify your your time and everything. Um, but yeah, I guess that, that never happens. I remember that when I lived in Dusseldorf. You used to be able to spot them, though. Like, I always had a ticket because I had, like, a card. But, like, you used mm-hmm. to be able to spot the, uh, like the, like, the checker people. And if you're good, you can get off. Because they wait to expose, like, the little machines until <laughs> yeah, the doors right. close. And then they, as soon as they, like, the door, like, the doors close, they're like, Whoosh! and they whip it out. And their little portable, let me give you a ticket yep. machine comes out. So it's exactly. different in Berlin. So in Berlin, they're in plain street clothes. I no, that's how, how, how it is. In, that's how it is there. They're okay. under, yeah, okay. they're undercover. But yeah. yeah, in Berlin, like the and it was just so ironic because of course I tell Jeff, oh yeah, I, thankfully you know we bought tickets. I'm also too big of a coward to to drive uh, to ride on public transportation yeah, without would a never. ticket. No, I always will. <laughs> always, um, I will go out on my way, even if it's one stop. I mean, it's a little ridiculous, but I guess you know, better safe than sorry. But yeah, so of course, I tell Jeff, "Oh yeah, no problem." You know, we probably won't even get checked the whole this time. Never happens. Here. Yeah. Right, it never happens. And of course, f- literally, we got on and got like one or two stops over, and the guys got on and checked everybody. But you have a, you had tickets. Yeah, we did. So it was all good. Right, right, right. But it was just so funny, like me telling Jeff, "Yeah, this probably yeah. won't happen." And then, of course, well, I think it was just me because then when we arrived in the Czech Republic, uh, we were we were exiting, uh, you know, their subway system, and this guy runs over to me and he kind of, you know, touches me and says, "Oh no, you know, no, 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 uh, tickets," and I can't understand him. Uh, I thought he was trying to sell me something, and this guy is kind of blocking the stairwell, and no one no one is allowed to exit the subway. Um, we we were outside. Oh yeah. And, uh, Yep, they did that well, at that uh, what was the stop? Was it what was the sp- stop in a uh, uh, in Vienna? They did that sometimes where they like at the exits of the escalators, they'd have mm-hmm. the uh, the ticket people there. Stefan's plot, yeah, Stefan's I saw Platz. a lot of them. Like Stefan's at the top Platz, of the escalators, yeah. there'd be people waiting, yep. so you, you wouldn't be able you. to get out. 
I, I tried to walk past the dude, honestly. I thought he was trying to sell me something. Uh, <laughs> but he had this little, like, medallion in his hand his badge, that I he guess. used badge. for a badge. Yeah. yeah. Even when I have a ticket, I, I still try to walk by him. <laughs> yeah. Right? I think it's a little bit yeah. of pride in me. I was like, let's see if I can sneak by these these people. They think they're better <laughs> than me. Oh, yeah? Here you go, sir. Yeah. Here's my ticket. I'm sorry. Exactly. I'm sorry. I think my legs were too tired to run, so uh, oh, I think we just sure. gave in. Yeah. And we had tickets, so we, yeah. were, we were good. <laughs> right. But, yeah. Yeah, so so that was kind of interesting. And then I'd like to just give our, our audience out there a little recap of, of what we did and, and some things that we sadly weren't able to do, but you should definitely do in Berlin. I think Jeff and I would both. Jeff, would you give the Eastside Gallery a thumbs up? Yeah, definitely thumbs up. It's a must, must visit for sure. And the other thing, if you're a budget traveler, it's completely free. So that's also a big plus. Um, I think also if you want to do a little shopping, uh, where should where should our listeners go if they want to? Go do some shopping, Jeff. Well, well, the kudam was uh, was was pretty big. Um, kudam, def- like cow. The kudam, uh, well, no, it's so it's a, it's an abbreviation. It's for kufürstendam. Okay, so it's obviously easy to say kudam. Mm-hmm. Yep, and uh, Chad and I had to obviously check out the Foot Locker, check out the <laughs> Nike store, uh, all, all about the shoes. I think uh, just a couple of guys, you know, oh, yeah. shopping for basketball shoes for a couple, <laughs> a couple hours. Yeah. What's What's interesting though, I like to go into these stores just to compare and see how they're different from America because yeah. sometimes they sell completely different styles of shoes. Um, of course, we also went to H and M because you know cheap clothes and and check that out. How um, are they different, uh, by the way? I want to know. The, um, just different color schemes sometimes. I feel like Nike Air Maxes are super popular in Europe. And mm-hmm. I mean, people wear them in the States, but I see a lot more people wearing Air Maxes, it seems, here. Wouldn't you agree, mm-hmm. Jeff? I, I'd agree. And I think uh, there's a lot more uh, black shoes, I would say, um, kind of the darker colors. Uh, my, myself, I like the lighter the lighter Jordans. Um, I, I was telling Chad, uh, I'm really into the, the white shoes. Um, they had a, a collection at the, at the Nike store. Um, that had uh, all the all the new LeBrons. Um, they had all the and then they had uh, next to the new LeBrons and all the new Kobe's. They had the all the old Air Jordans uh, from all one in white, just all in pure all white. white from the very first Jordan oh, uh, up geez. until the newer ones. Um, but yeah, I would say they're they're a little different. Maybe the material is a little different as well. Really? Uh, wow, you guys Europe. really like. Uh did some serious investigation on these <laughs> shoes. We right. love our we shoes. Some, we were doing some scientific research <laughs> here, Jared. And the other thing, though, if you're going to the Kudam and you don't want to just go to other stores you can go to in the United States, a really great place where I also took Jeff. We only went for a, for a minute because we had um, quite a few other things to do that day. But we went to the uh, KDV. Have you ever heard of KDV, Jared? Uh, no. So KDV stands for Kaufhaus. Des Vestens. Okay. So it's like Mall of the West, I guess. Right. And it's, uh, what, six, seven stories, I think, right? Yep. Yep. And so what you can do is the, I think the bottom four or five, I think the bottom five floors are all like luxury clothes, like they had Gucci, Armani, Prada, things like that. Uh, And then they also had like, you could buy suitcases, watches, um, cologne, makeup, things like that. But then if you go up, to the top two floors, it's all really good food. Mm-hmm. So one floor has a bunch of really good candy, like Swiss chocolate and other stuff. They had these really cool-looking gummy bears that looked like fried eggs. So that was interesting. <laughs> so wait, were they bears or eggs? Eggs. They, well, oh, okay. They were, they were, yeah, they were gummy eggs, I guess, okay, would be okay, the, right, okay. the right terminology. Um, and then the top floor has like a kind of a big cafeteria. 
And you can also look out and get a really nice view of Berlin. So we did that. Ooh, and the other thing we did too as we were walking around is we uh, there's this really cool walkway. And oddly enough, there's a mall in Berlin called Bikini Berlin, like a bikini, like a swimsuit. I don't know why they called it that, but, you know, to each his own. And uh, from from there, you can actually see the Berlin Zoo. So we were checking out the monkeys yep. um, in the Berlin Zoo for a minute up there, which was pretty cool. And, and that was one of our uh, one of our places we wanted to go that we didn't have time to. Uh, so it was kind of a perfect uh, you know, little alternative, you know, just watch a, there's a couple monkeys, right? We saw mm-hmm. two. Yeah, I have no idea yeah. what t- I think yeah. one of them was a type of baboon, and I have no idea what the other type yep. was. But. And so we, we saved some time there and uh, called it good. Yeah. Exactly. So for all of our listeners out there, um, check out the Eastside Gallery. Check out the Kudam. I hope we're not going to ruin this for all the true Berliners out there, but I would also highly suggest going to the waterfall in Victoria Park. It's not nearly as touristy. It's really beautiful. I may have actually sent Jared some pictures just a moment ago with that. So my uh, phone's now in airplane mode after my sister. Uh, oh, really fair, fair enough. Me. Yeah, fair and enough. he doesn't believe you, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Go figure. Go figure. Jared knows me too well yeah. after all this time. But uh, the other thing that we sadly didn't get to do, which which you can also do in many other cities in Germany, was go to a beer garden. Um, yes. So yes. How did so, we not bring that up yet? I know, right? I know, right? We're talking yeah. about Germany. Yeah, well, it's because we kept going to all the Spätis, so we didn't need to go to a beer garden. Apparently, if I'm not mistaken, one of the biggest beer gardens in Europe is in Berlin. I think so. I think I could be wrong, but I think it's actually the one I wanted to take Jeff to, which is called, believe it or not, it's called the Prada. And the Prada is also the name of an amusement park in Vienna, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, the Prada Beer Garden. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to do a little Googling right now for us. It's definitely on a Yelp list. And too. find out. Did you go to any beer gardens? Is. We didn't, unfortunately. Okay. Not. One oh, of the maybe. That well, didn't make the one list. of them it yeah. says here, Bierhof uh, Rudersdorf. But the other one I see, number two, is Prada Beer Garden. So maybe it is that one. Um, but yes, so to all of our listeners out there, check out the beer gardens in Berlin. Or really anywhere in Germany, especially if you want to experience some good old Gemütlichkeit or coziness. Yeah, um, I, that's, yes. see, that's that's my that's that's Jared's kind of vibe right there. Oh, for sure. Um, it's the, you know sitting outside under a nice uh, umbrella or canopy of some sort. Mm-hmm. Um, on Almost some mulch. <laughs> 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 And Jared, there's one last thing that you have to do in Berlin. And I know you've never been there, so do you have any guesses what that last... Well, actually, sorry. Two last things. Uh, one I will give to you is going to museums. There are so many amazing museums in Berlin. If you have time and you can spend a week or longer in Berlin, I would highly suggest it because there is the Pergamon Museum. There is um, the Stasi Museum. There's Checkpoint Charlie. There's like a, uh, a museum about the Berlin Wall. So if you're into getting your museum on and learning a lot of cool information, I would highly suggest checking out Berlin. There's just so much history there, um, so much to do, so much to learn. But Jared, what oh, do you think? Oh, that's l- adorable, Chad. But we really know what Berlin is really known for. Which is what, Jared? It's for the, uh, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly known for the nightlife, isn't it? Like it's supposed to have yeah. some of the greatest partying going on ever. They don't sleep. That's right. The The German city that doesn't sleep. Exactly. So oh, Berlin right. is an amazing city to go party. Um, and actually, do, do you remember? Uh, so we were talking about this really, really famous club called Berghain. And so Berghain 
if I remember correctly, Berghain, uh I think it's in like an old industrial warehouse that they like renovated into into this club with like three or four floors. And we were talking to a couple of our German friends about like what is it like? How do you get in? Do you remember mm-hmm. what Marius was telling us about Berghain? No. What's up? He was he was telling us that uh like you basically have to dress very alternatively. Um, and, and the bouncer will basically, it's kind of luck of the draw. You might wait in line for three hours mm-hmm. and the bouncer, you may wear I would the never craziest stuff you can, right? Oh, me either. <laughs> me either. But, but it's so popular. And I had like four people suggest going to Berghain when I, when I asked my friends on Facebook. Wait, so what do you mean by alternative as far as dress goes? I mean like, okay, so, so more crazy, th- the better. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. just like Jeff said, the crazier, yeah. the better. So like. If you go wearing a button down and a nice pair of jeans and like a nice pair of like either like dress your shoes or sneakers. Exactly. Exactly. You're never going to get in. But like this one guy, Marius was telling us that his friend wore like a pink flowery shirt and bright pink flowery shorts and got in no problem. Right. Or or my buddy Tomas went in with a tie dye ripped uh, T-shirt and like shorts. So like you, you, you basically just I don't know. And the other thing I've also heard. I've never tried to get in, so this is all speculation. But I've heard that if you're American, they hear you speaking English in the line. A lot of times, they just won't let you in because they don't want it to become a touristy <laughs> bar. Right. But the so you, but we'd the have other to speak crazy German in line. Exactly. But the other crazy thing about it is, um, it's open like from I think it's open from like Thursday or Friday all the way through to Sunday or Monday. Like it's just 24 hours, just like open. Yeah. Exactly, and so that's also how they get you. Is the tourists go that's at how night? They and re- get you. Well, that's how they get you. The tourists go during regular times of the night, right? Uh-huh. But then Berliners will go at like noon. Right, 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 right. You know, and just go get their techno on and, and dance and have a good time and take some and then eat, leave at whenever. Then go to lunch. Yeah, right. Right. Exactly. So. So yeah. So um, yeah. If you're in Berlin, check out all the cool bars and clubs out there. Um, beer gardens, museums. Oh, hold on. We. What? What did you guys do? What do you mean? Oh, that's right. We, we did leave it at party, that? did we? <laughs> I, here, Jeff, I'll give this to you. T- tell Jared, fill, fill yeah. in about our party. Yeah, so we ended up uh, meeting up with uh, Ferdinand, uh, and he had a friend that was having a birthday party. Um, so this, this it was a club, a bar. Um, it was I think definitely it, a club. A club, and it would, would it qualify as a, a techno club? Uh, well, the DJ played techno music. Okay. So we get into the front door, uh, and obviously we had all of our, our plastic beers from Lidl in our back pocket, <laughs> <laughs> which we then had to leave on the sidewalk when we got to the to the entrance door. Um, so we uh, get in. Way, and I, I do not support littering, but the, that's that's them. That's well, them. they were they were full beers though. Oh, so, so I'm so sure someone picked yeah, them up. Okay. They were closed. They were screw capped. They Never were mind. not I open. Support yep. sharing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they may have been worn by then. Um, so we, we get in there, um, we're kind of looking around, it looks like a pretty average bar, you know, um, and then we kind of follow him to the back, right? And there's this big, um, kind of staircase and, um, it was very mellow, I would say up on top, but then on the bottom was more of kind of the techno, um, club. Um, so we get down there and the guy whose birthday it was, um, had rented out the entire basement, um, and this was a this was a huge kind of dance floor. There was a, a private bar down there. Um, you know, it was uh, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, you know, I, I was glad we were able to to experience that. Um, 
And what was cool about it too was it was I feel like it's more of a true Berliner experience. You know, you're not just going to this touristy club where all the other tourists go. Mm-hmm. We were the only Americans there, and I gotta say that everyone at the party was really accommodating. You know, yep. was happy to speak English with us. Also, the drinks were really cheap. Like a beer was like two euros. Oh, so nice. the beer was the same price, if not cheaper, than a lot of the beer at the Spadey. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, and yeah, the other crazy thing too was the dance floor was wood and in the middle of the dance floor it rotated like Mm -hmm. really slowly but so Mm -hmm. you'd like literally would just slowly (laughs) like spin around so that was interesting um Um, that seems like even though it's slow that still seems like a recipe for disaster because you know there's someone that's not paying attention one for that needs one um were you guys on the dance floor oh you better believe i can still not imagine you on a dance floor chad Chad being on a dance floor is like Chad posting a picture to Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> he can talk. He oh, talks man. about it, but it's, I've yet to see it happen. I, I mean, I do. I do wish we had a photo of him actually on the dance floor. Oh, we, we, we do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got excited was, for a second. Which yeah. was funny yeah. though, because at, at, if we would have gone to an actual club, I mean, you've seen this before in Europe, definitely, Jared, and maybe you have in London too. Um, I know in, in a lot of places they'll hire photographers in bars and clubs yes. and they take pictures of people. Yes, <laughs> I have a couple pictures a out there logo somewhere in the bottom me. corner. Ex- exactly, exactly. <laughs> Booking.com. Exactly. <laughs> Booking.com. That's right. And so and so, uh, but they didn't they didn't actually have that. I think just because it was a private party, um, but it was really cool. Uh, but we also had a little scare towards the end of the night. And when I say end of the night, I mean like four a.m., which wasn't <laughs> even late. We left early. Everybody right. else is still there dancing. Oh, are you time. okay? What's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> right. But as we go to leave, so they didn't even have a coat check. So everyone just threw their coats like on this oh like, my little God. sofa. A bench. Yeah. So you had to, like, like dig was... through. Wait, what was what was the weather like? It was really nice. It was I mean, well, the first day it was That's a little surprising. gloomy. Well, it was I mean it was dark out and it was probably about fifty five, sixty. Oh yeah. wow. Yeah, probably probably fifties, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, That's so we, we thought we thought Jeff's coat got stolen, and it was of course the he packed light traveling with Wow Air, so we thought we thought uh oh his coat's yeah. gone, and thankfully we found it. Yeah, okay. facing my only long sleeve. Yeah. Hey Jeff, are you a roller or folder? Ooh, I know this is a this is a tough topic. I know you guys have debated this in previous episodes. <laughs> I am a folder actually. Ooh, um, two which I on may I may be turning into. A roller on the way home, just because I have a few more. Uh, <laughs> I don't have, I have a, a few more things. I just feel like I haven't mastered the roll to where it's better than my folding. Like you have mm-hmm. to be, you, they have to be very tight rolls, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, you have to, it has to be packed well. And I just feel like I haven't mastered the roll to the point where it's better than folding for me. But well, I don't Jared, think I haven't you, figured out at all. Well, Jared, I'll give you and the audience a tip. You want to use gravity and your body weight to your advantage when rolling. So I'll roll things a lot of times on my bed. Or I'll explain it. Okay. I know it doesn't make sense. I'll explain it. Don't worry. It. What I do is I will roll it, and then I will usually roll it on either a bed or a table and really try to, like, push down either with my arms or even even my knees if it's on the floor. And <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, my hand literally great. slipped. I was like, what was that? <laughs> that was perfect timing. But yeah, so you want to use that, that elephant. All your strength. Use, use that elephant power and just roll your clothes up, you know? I can't believe I did That's that. what you got to do. That was awesome. Uh, that, that was like a perfect coincidence. <laughs> but yeah. You have that queued up. Yeah. Exactly. So so that's what I would suggest. Um, See, so yeah, that, but then it reaches a point where 
patience, or excuse me, impatience rather takes over. And it's like, listen, I can't be out. This is turned from a packing exercise to just an exercise. And, <laughs> Which is usually uh, how it happens. Yeah, usually like, on the way uh, on the way back, that's how it happens, right? You just want to throw all your shit in your bag and leave. Exactly. You, know? you, you don't got time for that. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, packing is yeah. always way worse on the way back than on the way there. It's like <laughs> oh, I could have sworn this fit on the way here. Chad ex- uh, uh, claims that he's going to go his entire time in uh, Komatov without buying anything. And yeah, already already broke that rule. <laughs> already, yeah. dude. We yeah. were in, we were in H and M in Berlin and had to grab a couple little things. Yeah. Oh man, man. So I also Jeff and I also were not prepared for the party, so had to grab mm-hmm. a couple cheap little things at H and M to get ready for that. Well, party. what'd you what'd you wear? I got this really cool looking purple button down, and Jeff got a, a cool. I shirt think I went. I had a button down, but I decided to. So I bought two shirts. I bought a button down, which was a nicer. Um, which actually, did you feel a little overdressed in that button down? I mean, nobody else was wearing a button down, but I was but, cool with it. So I, I elected to wear a black t-shirt with my coat. Um, and then, you know, I thought that looked all right, but then it was so damn hot down there. You know, I, th- I threw my coat, almost lost it. Um, but v- very basic, uh, black, can't go wrong with the black, black tea right. from right. H&M, the, those $5 H&M black tees. Yes. Yes. Yep. Oh, so sure. no no wings no uh, or no um, crown or anything or no uh, not this tie dye pants not this time maybe next time I'm trying to no. think of weird things people w- would wear tie dye that's not even that for Berlin standards I feel like that's not that a weird of was that the only uh, party you guys went to yeah okay okay that's well how do you feel about the uh, about the techno I I hate it just throw that out there. <laughs> All right. What about you, Jeff? <laughs> well, yeah, I would say it, it was our, it was a cool experience. How, how about that? Right. Uh, something something to go, you know, for for the night. That was fine. You um, can enjoy it and not, and not be a, a sourpuss and enjoy it. Well, well, yeah. I, and and I do not have a, a techno playlist on my iPod. I do not listen to techno. Uh, <laughs> but when but when you're but when you're in person and it's at the insane. bar, it's not not bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Jeff has a good head on his shoulders. Yeah, I've never, I've never got that. Yeah. How people can get, you know, so into techno, but you know, to each his own. Remember I mean, our friend, uh, our friend Rockman. Oh, he loved it. He used to always insist on playing it, and it's like nobody wants to listen to this. He was. He, He's like, once he, you listen to it, you'll understand. It's like I've heard it before. Right. I understand that rage, I don't though. like it. He would it. get so hot. Yeah, he would love he'd it. Listen to techno. Speaking of music, Jared, I think it's a beautiful time to discuss our song of the pod for this yeah. episode. Yeah. So um, once again, for all our uh, lovely listeners out there, we're hitting you with another Seed song because Seed, one, they're great, and two, they're from Berlin, and this song is focused all about Berlin. Um, so it is called Dickes B, which means thick B, which is like a sl- also a slang term, another untranslatable for everyone. That's like the thick B Berlin. is what they call it. I kind of like that. Yeah, it sounds good, right? Welcome to the thick so, B. Exactly. So so I want to, um, sadly, I have also caused another faux pas here and didn't show Jeff this song before um, we did it. So I'm going to translate again, not all of it, but the, the, the gist of it for uh, Jeff so he understands it. Um, also, just so everyone knows, it turns out that this was um, actually on Seed's debut album, New Dubby Conquerors. Um, and this is one of the most um, successful and uh, well-known songs of Seed, the Berlin group, 
Um, and also, this has kind of become, according to Genius.com at least, this has become kind of an unofficial um, like anthem of Berlin, which is kind of cool. Did you so, happen to hear it while you were there? Any once or twice or we well I bet you we didn't because we were listening to techno at the right, club right I bet you if we would have gone to a different bar or club we'd hear if you played music <laughs> with an actual like right uh, new instruments what is right. this exactly. shit <laughs> you call this music exactly. what is he singing <laughs> this is a joke this guy probably exactly. doesn't know how to use a computer yeah. is that a guitar. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. What what is that? What is that? But yeah, so so let me so let me uh, let me translate some of this for Jeff. So, well, first of all, for all of our listeners out there, check it out on our Twitter Twitter page. I can't speak English anymore. Um, Can't speak anything anymore. It seems like with all these different languages around me. But anyways, the struggles of being a polyglot. That's true. So so this song though, what's cool about it? It talks about the the good and the bad things about Berlin. So. the the ash the asphalt floor is uh, shaking, um, like you can kind of hear it in your ear. Um, I lost my heart to like a like a cool beat, um, and since then uh, the die Stadt the city which you're talking about Berlin um, has become like I've uh, liked it a lot more ever since then. Um, when I cruise through Berlin city, um, reggae is my motor, which I think is a it's cool because all this rhymes right. So all the all the final words have an, an R sound. So we have or, which is ear, verlor, lose, zuvor, which is like um, better than before. Motor. Motor. Exactly. I sing, I sing on my bicycle, um, sometimes bass, sometimes tenor, also tenor, motor. So it all has a nice rhyme to it. <laughs> um, at home, I, I, I turn the sound up. Um, the, the neighbors have, uh, have humor. Um, they, they like, um, fresh downbeats from my record store, concrete jungle, supersonic, um, sound system culture. Um, it's, yeah, it's just a great song about Berlin. It has a really cool beat to it. Um, but the best part is the hook. So here you go, Jared, this is how you can remember the name of the river. So they say, Dickes Bay, home an der Spree. So oh, that's B, what they are saying. There you go. But see, it's kind of fast. So you right. do have to, it. It helps to read the lyrics along. And if you check right. it out on Genius.com, um, it, there's also some annotations. Um, but right here, so they say, um, Thick B or uh, Dickes B, Home an der Spree. Mm-hmm. Im Sommer tust du gut und im Winter tust B. So in the summer, you do well. In the winter, it hurts because it's cold. Uh, Mama Berlin, Bachstein und Benzin. Relax. I mean, that's true. But Permission. maybe for Berliners it is. Um, but so here, um, <laughs> Mama, Mama Berlin, um, bricks and gasoline. We love your air. Wir lieben deine Luft, wenn wir um die Häuser ziehen. We love your air when we're like, I don't know, going around the houses. Um, but yeah, so that's the, that's kind of the, the hook of it. It sounds great. Um, it is, yeah. it is a, uh, great anthem for, uh, unofficial anthem for Berlin, but it is not my favorite, uh, seed, seed song. song. No. What would be your favorite, Jared? I don't know, but I would even say that Dynatsite I prefer more than this song. Okay. But not that I dislike the song or anything. I enjoy it. I, I, I listened to it a couple times before. I've, I mean, I've heard it before, but I don't have a problem with it. It's just not my favorite. But I like right. it. That's fair. That is fair. Um, I think, yeah, it's, it's, uh, one of, I think it's, it is good and it's catchy, and I like the, the Berlin talk now that I hear it a little bit more. But um, it's, it's a little, it seems a little simpler than some of their other songs. Oh, without a doubt. I would agree with that. Um, 
But there's a there's a good mix of German and English in there, which is kind of where I like. Seed does that very very well. Right. A lot of good code switching, which uh, which is gonna bring me to our next topic. We'll have to do a little code switching here to explain this, Jared. Um, and I would like to explain this word to Jeff and to our listeners out there. So <laughs> usually we do a check word of the pod, uh, but since we are focusing on Berlin this episode, we're on the road again. That's right. So we are going to give you all a good German word, and I think this German word is incredibly useful. What do you think, Jared? Well, first of all, Jared, can you give us our German word of the pod? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm seeing it now for the first time, um, and it's guile, which is a very popular word. Uh, it's it's very commonly used. Do you, do you, can you have any guesses, Jeff, before Chad tells you what it is? I do not. I think I've heard it before. I do, I do not have any guesses. Well, I, this is pr- this is a legitimate untranslatable as well mm-hmm. because it what is. the literal translation means is a little different than what people are intending when they say it. Oh, without a doubt. And I probably said this when I was speaking German to some of the people at the party. Um, in in the normal usual way, not the old older meaning. Right? So, <laughs> so so. Oh my gosh, Jerry's laughing because okay. So geil. <laughs> I actually had a German student ask me what this word meant one time, and I had to explain it in front of the whole class. So let me re-explain it to everybody out there. So the German word geil, it uh, it originally means like horny. Okay. Right. So geil can mean horny or ex- like sexually aroused, I guess. But nowadays, yeah, we know what horny means, Chad. Thank you. (laughs) Hey, you know, just trying to give people a a, English definition of the English word. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, yes, so it can mean horny. But nowadays, most people use it as like cool or awesome, right? Like things like that. So you could say like you could say like the film was geil, like the movie was awesome. Mm -hmm. You could say like Mm -hmm. the party was geil, like the party. Our our dance moves to the techno were geil. Exactly. Yeah. Our dance moves were definitely good. <laughs> and that works in both uh, both forms. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But guile is it's become a really popular word and it's and it's really funny because I think nowadays you hear it well, I guess I wouldn't hear it in the other sense of the word really, but you hear it in in terms of awesome all the time. Um, right. Right. Yeah, and it is it is it is a ubiquitous ubiqu why do i do this to myself it is a very uh widespread and widely used term like it's it's when people say it no one laughs about the horny part of it because it's just so commonly used exactly we're just children that's that's all right that's true sense of humor of of like a eighth grader (laughs) right now but yeah so so to all of our listeners out there next time you're in berlin we hope you all have a geilitzeit and i guess in all meanings of the word uh, but we have one last thing to share with you all, which is a good quote of the pod. And uh, this quote of the pod was actually said by one of the former mayors of Berlin. And the quote of the pod, Jared, you're, <laughs> you're, you're going to have to. Do you know his name? What's the his tr- name? Uh, I love it. Put him on the spot. It. I don't. I, love it. Put him on the I, spot. I, I don't remember his name. Um, but the quote, and I want you to translate this for Jeff and for all of our listeners out there. The quote is arm aber sexy. <laughs> this was That's the governor, the by the way. <laughs> yep. This okay. was the governor of Berlin. This governor sounds like Qua- something Kwame Kilpatrick would have said. <laughs> I mean, he uh, may have. You never know. <laughs> uh, well, it, it, the literal, tra- I mean, not literal, this is the translation is strong but sexy. Nope. Uh, excuse nope. me. Uh, rich but sexy. Nope. Wait, what? Arm? Arm is poor, my man. Oh, shit. I, it was the total opposite. Mm-hmm. Listen, I don't know. <laughs> so, so, right I'm here, not a here you go. Glot. 
You, hey, you're getting there, man. Mm. It's all about the baby steps. I can't believe I was are the, part the of opposite. Well, hey, I, I put I put you on the spot, and that's what happens sometimes when you're on the spot, you know? But yes, so here you go, Jared. A decade ago, Berlin's mayor, Klaus Wawereit, tried to that's attract... Right, tried to attract creative types to the city by declaring Berlin ist arm, aber sexy. Poor but sexy. That's quite a go. marketing campaign, <laughs> right? That's kind of like when Domino's uh, admitted that their pizza sucked. They're like, listen, we fucked up. Our pizza sucks, <laughs> but we're starting over, we... and we're sexy. Exactly. We're just gonna fix some roads and now. now yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. yeah. Forget <laughs> about the pizza. You're lucky that your uh, your alignments uh, uh, well done. <laughs> You're lucky you don't need a new tire. Exactly. You're complaining about the pizza? You're lucky we made it there in one piece. <laughs> exactly. Uh. So, yeah. So, don't forget, everyone. I'm Abba Sexy. Poor but sexy. I think, sadly, Berlin is because so many people want to move there because it's such a cool city. It is becoming more expensive. So, who knows how much longer this uh, slogan, I'm Abba Sexy, will be appropriate. The more expensive but it gets, the uglier it gets. Exactly. So, I hope all of our listeners out there can keep it, I'm Abba Sexy. And uh, we want to thank our good buddy Jeff for being our first guest on the Untranslatable podcast. We thank you all and hope you all can go to Berlin at some point and enjoy a great time. Thank you and until next time.